Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The second chapter of John's Gospel describes how Jesus was invited to a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and while there, the gathering's hosts had the misfortune to need more drink. It was here that Jesus performed his first miracle, for he directed that six available water vessels should be filled to the brim with water, and then a sampling of it should be taken to the director of the feast. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, but the servants who drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and saith unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine until now. Like much Jesus did, this story can be considered an allegory, for it holds a mirror to the manner of Jesus' dealings, highlighting as it does the great truth that Jesus keeps his best wine until the last. How many poor deluded souls are ever finding that the world does the very opposite, luring people on to be its slaves and victims by brilliant promises and short-lived delights, which sooner or later lose their deceitful luster and become stale and often positively bitter. As Solomon wrote, the end of that mirth is heaviness. The dreariest thing in all the world is a godless old age, and one of the most beautiful things in all the world is the calm sunset which so often glorifies a godly life that has been full of effort for Jesus and of sorrows patiently borne as being sent by him. Jesus more than keeps the promises he pledges in the morning of a Christian life. Besides that, a Christian experience is steadily progressive if we cling close to him, and heaven will supply the transcendent confirmation of the blessed truth that was spoken unawares by the ruler at that humble feast. What effect the miracle produced on others is not told. Probably the guests shared the ruler's ignorance, but its effect on the disciples that they believed on him. They had believed already, or they would not have been disciples. But their faith was deepened as well as called forth afresh. Our faith ought to be continuously and increasingly responsive to his continuous manifestations of himself, which we can all find in his own experience. Jesus manifested his glory in this first sign. Notice the rays of that mild radiance. Surely the chief of them, in addition to the revelation of his power to create wine from water, is that he performed this miracle at a marriage. He hallowed the sweet, sacred joys of marriage and family life. By so doing, he revealed himself as looking with a sympathetic eye on the ties that bind us together. The festivities and newlywed joy of such a special occasion foreshadow the deep and developing stream of love meant to be between a man and his wife. There is a nobility lent to that grand scheme by the sanction our Lord placed upon it with his divine graciousness. In performing this miracle, Jesus spoke no word of power nor put forth his hand. We do not know whether the change took place while the water was still in the vessels, as it was being taken to the master of the feast, or even in the cup just at the moment when he touched his lips. We only know that somewhere between the time the water was drawn and it came to the guests, something beyond human ability happened to it. 
his will silently affected the change on matter. So he manifested forth his glory as creator and sustainer, as wielding the divine prerogative of affecting material things, not with word or gesture, incantation or ritual, but only by his very will. Perhaps it's not too much to infer that Jesus' first miracle signals that the water of our ordinary lives may be changed into wine when it flows into the marriage covenant as approved and blessed of God. Jesus also shows himself interested in sharing the gladness of our common humanity. He reveals himself as able and glad to sanctify and elevate our joys and infuse into them a beautiful new fragrance and power. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.